Greetings, Parish Orphans and Retrogrades. Today we will be talking about a tweet from three days ago by Father James Martin S.J. And here's what the tweet read. 125 German Catholic priests, religious and lay employees, publicly come out as LGBT. And he cited Father James Martin S.J. He cited to an America Magazine article from the same day on January the 24th called 125 German Catholic Priests, Religious, and Lay Employees Publicly Come Out as LGBT. Obviously, he cited it laudingly. We're going to talk about what this means, why, beyond all the other times that Father Martin has done so, he has too loudly said the quiet part out loud, and he's jumped the shark. This is it. He need like the German priests need to be excommunicated and Father Martin needs to be excommunicated because he is out there endorsing this as he has been more explicitly now than ever. This is time for excommunication. You need to contact your bishops to tend to Father James Martin SJ. Wow. Okay, so before we get into the meat of this article on America Magazine from three days ago, we're going to announce a few things. Tonight, another informal SLSS meeting, St. Luke's Single Society, which is a tier of my special patrons at Timothy J. Gordon Patreon page. Another meeting between Catholic singles. Tonight's an informal one. I won't make a presentation. Once a month, I'll make a presentation. Another time a month, you guys will just meet without me leading the discussion. And tonight's a special instance at SLSS. You don't, if you're a lady, have to be a patron of mine to join the meeting because tonight is a special ladies' night. We've never done this before. And all you have to do is contact me to join free tonight. Um, SLSS, email timothyjgordon at timothyjgordon.com, and I will send you the link so you can meet up with other retrogrades and parish orphans of uh, Timothy Gordon's patrons. Ladies' night tonight, you get in free. Another special opportunity that's pretty cool is this brand new book by Tan Books, me and Steph's publishers. Uh, it's called Ever Ancient, Ever New. Patrons can get three free signed copies all you have to do is what are they doing for the these three signed copies? They're just um, patrons. Just have to look at your patron page. Just look at the patron page, and that will make it clear. Ever ancient, ever new. I have a chapter in this book about how I came to the TLM. Steph has a chapter in this book about how she came to the TLM. It's very cool. Go to my patron page, patrons, and you can see how you, three of you will get your copy of Ever Ancient, Ever New, signed by both me and Steph. Final neat opportunity is that 10 patrons only will be able to get Steph's new book, Ask Your Husband. We're going to put all of your names in a hat. You don't have to do anything, patrons. We just want to express our appreciation of you. And 10 of you will win this thing. We'll contact you if you win. You don't have to do anything, patrons. We just we love you. We appreciate you. And people who want to be... Uh, Eligible for such benefits, go to Timothy J. Gordon at patreon.com. Ten of you are going to get Steph Gordon's new signed book, 
Ask your husband or Steph. It's weird calling her by her last name. It's a great book. Also, if you do already have Ask Your Husband, go to Amazon and leave a review. Please go to Amazon, leave a review. Okay, great stuff. Like, subscribe, click the notification bell, leave a comment on this video. Father James Martin has jumped the shark. He endorsed by Twitter three days ago this America Magazine article. He said it, it's, it, you know, he, he, he endorsed it laudingly, approvingly. 125 German Catholic priests, religious and lay employees publicly come out as LGBT. I want to point out, aside from the horrible, horrendous, um, you know, this is one of the, the sins that cry out to heaven uh, to be a sodomite, cries out to heaven for retribution, one of the seven sins that is being lauded and applauded by Catholic priests such as James Martin. Aside from the horror there, I do want to point out something funny as I read the first part of this article on America Magazine three days ago. LGBT is such a diabolic, duplicitous, infiltrating anti-philosophy that they keep adding letters to it. And as they add letters, they add more weirdos, more weirdo groups, subclasses of people that want to subvert the church and the world. So it's LGBT. Then they're going to call it LGBTIQ. Then they call it LGBTIQ+. Even in the same article, America Magazine, SJ article, that loves LGBT. They love them. They love them hard. Um, they don't even get the name right. So the, the title of the article is 125 German Catholic priests, religious, and lay employees publicly come out as LGBT. And then within five paragraphs, they, they keep adding a letter or a symbol to the, the, the name. It's like it's growing radioactively as they're writing the article. More than 120 employees of the Catholic Church in Germany publicly outed themselves as queer on Monday. I didn't think they liked being called queers, right? Can you? It, it says this, America Magazine. You're calling them queers, man. That's hilarious. Okay, more than 120 employees of the Catholic Church in Germany publicly outed themselves as queer on Monday. Not queers, queer on Monday. I guess they don't like to be called queers, but they like to be called queer. Uh, saying they want to live openly without fear in the church and pushing demands for it to allow the blessing of same-sex couples and change its labor rules. Weird. A group of 125 people, including priests, religion teachers, and administrative employees, identified themselves as backers of the initiative titled Hashtag Out in Church for a Church Without Fear. Before I go any further, I'm just going to tell you this. About 20 years ago, there was a movement by uh, homosexuals in media and they, this is a book, right? It's, it's called After the, uh, what's it called? After the Party or something like that. I'm forgetting what it's called. Um, the, the main purpose of this book was to outline the stratagem employed by homosexuals, powerful ones, in the media over the last 25 years. And here's what they, the thesis of the book was. We are pushing on America, this is middle 90s, we're pushing on America the idea of you know, homosexuals, not as 
a good thing. Homosexuality, not as a desideratum, but just as another thing. Just we're listing homosexuals and homosexuality as something else out there. We're not going to at first push it as a beautiful, great, excellent thing. Of course, America is hailing from the kind of fallen Protestant Christian tradition, which up until 25 years ago was pretty unabashed about saying this is one of the very worst sins up there with the other very worst sins like murder and rape, right? It's one of the sins. There are only seven or eight of them that cry out to heaven for retribution. Not all sins do that. That comes directly from Holy Scripture. So we want to move it from being one of the very worst things you can do, a homosexual act. The writers of this book say to just a thing. Eventually, it'll be celebrated if we're successful, we homosexuals who are making this movement over the next 25 years from 1990 to now. We'll make people say it's a good thing. We're now there in 2022 where they're trying to push it in the church. But they're like, on the secular American public, at first we're just going to push homosexuality not as a good thing, but just as another thing. Okay, bear that in mind. The PSYOP that has you, froggies, boiling in water, which began as warm, now it's 212 boiling degrees. You have fallen for this. We've all been boiled in this water slowly. Now, the homosexuals have songs on YouTubes about how they've come for your children. And, and, and trannies. And next it's going to be necrophiliacs. And then it's going to be um, pederasty and pedophilia. This is what's coming around the pike. In a document last March, the Vatican's Orthodoxy Office, America Magazine has to explain this to its readership, called the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, said Catholic clergy cannot bless same-sex unions because God cannot bless sin. The document, please conserve it. See, look how uh, America Magazine, SJ, uh, run by these uh, beautiful men, the Jesuits. Delicate, fabulous, beautiful man. Note how it pitches the one of the worst sins that can be done. Disliked by conservatives, but applauded by leftists. So it's somewhere in the middle, according to this America Magazine article. See how the PSYOP works? No. It doesn't matter if you're a left-leaning Kennedy Catholic or a right-leaning whatever, SSPX. Homosexuality is de fide one of the worst sins you can do. It's beyond argument. It's beyond political argumentation. But look how cleverly these homosexualists of uh, americamagazine.org, I didn't say homosexuals, I said homosexualists, how they pitch this. The document pleased conservatives and disheartened advocates for LGBT Catholics around the globe, but it drew notable pushback in Germany which has seen discussion on hot-button issues such as the church's teaching on homosexuality as part of a formal process of debate and reform. As if there's such a thing as a formal process of debating and reforming God's immutable, unchanging law. God's unchanging, irreformable law. The Jesuits say, let's reform this and change it and debate it. Doesn't work. Why don't, why don't you, you fabulous, uh, feminine men, 
try to change and reform the irrefutable law of uh, gravity, right? The, the, the acceleration uh, due to the Earth's pull of gravity. Why don't you change? Why don't you try to change that through dialogue? Uh, burned Mucklebusher, a pastor from Western Germany who helped initiate blessings for same-sex couples last year, told the DPA news agency that the participants in the new initiative were inspired by a public coming out by 185 actors in Germany last year. The initiative is calling for all LGBTIQ who work for the church to join up. Wait a minute. Two paragraphs above, they were called LGBT. Now here, the article, horribly written, you can't, you can't attempt to designate the same class of persons with LGBTQ, two paragraphs above, and now redesignate the same groups of persons without explaining the change, LGBTIQ. What is, what is the IQ? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual. What is the I? I don't know. And queers, right? So, L so lesbians, gays, bisexuals, trans, queers, and whatever. I thought all of those people referred to as queer. They even do it there. I don't know what the I is, but here's the thing. Just think about this for half a second. If lesbian and gay means a homosexual woman and man, respectively, that are, they always argued, natural kinds, meaning they were naturally a different kind of person than a heterosexual, because... They, they, by their essence, they're attracted to same-sex humans. Doesn't this contradict the T, right? The T says you can be whatever the hell you want, right? If, as my, my friend Dr. Michael Robillard says, if you're going to eventually, like they are in Canada, try to start locking people up for not calling folks by their, their, their transsexual pronouns, well, which, which prison are you going to throw me in? A men's prison? I thought men, men were no longer a natural kind, trannies. You see how that works? So there's contradictions even in these initials, L-G-B-T, right? Transsexuals have a problem with lesbians and gays who for two and a half decades. It's after the ball. That's what it's called. After the ball is the, uh, the title of this book that, that I've been referencing all show long. Um, lesbians and gays have been trying to convince us that it's not a choice. It's some natural thing. They have to go do guys or girls, guys or gals, depending on whether they're, they're guys or gals. Whereas bisexuals say, no, I kind of like both. So they contradict the lesbians and the gays. So they, they, these should be enemies, not friends. And then transsexuals say, there's no such thing as even a man, a woman. So whatever you're attracted to, for now, it's just a human. And then you get into IQ and wait until I go on a little further. Now they're going to change the name again, even within the same article. The first half of the article, they go LGBT, LGBTIQ. Next, in the same paragraph, next sentence, they call it LGBTIQ+, which is going to very shortly include MAPs, minor attracted persons. I'm anticipating um, uh, deceased attracted persons. DIPs, necrophiliacs, they like to make it with dead bodies. And um, bestialists, they like to make it with animals. It is, I'll, I'll continue. It assails the church's discrimination against same-sex relationships and argues the church should make clear that LGBTIQ plus people, they added that 
that stuff, whether living alone or in a relationship, are blessed by God. You see what they're trying to do there? If you're a weirdo and you're attracted to animals, plants, armchairs, uh, other men, if you're a woman, you're attracted to other women, you're not sure, you know, you're, you're a partly insane person and you're not sure whether you're actually a man, you know, and you have to check your pants a couple times a day to make sure you're a man. That's fine. God loves you as long as you don't act on your sin. Same thing if you're a hot-tempered Irishman and you're by nature, by temperament, a little more likely to commit serious assault and battery all the way up to murder. God still loves you, but you are judged for your acts. But look at what this very, very, very crafty, diabolic America Magazine article is doing. I'll reread this last paragraph. I, I kind of butchered it by first pointing out they're calling it LGBT, then LGBTIQ at the beginning of this paragraph, then at the end of the paragraph, LGBTIQ+. Here's the paragraph again. Look what they do. Your attention is on the last sentence, the last part of the last sentence. The initiative is calling for all LGBTIQ who work in the church to join up and appealing to bishops to give its manifesto public support. It assails the church's discrimination against same-sex relationships and argues the church should make clear that, quote, LGBTIQ plus people, whether living alone or in a relationship, are blessed by God. No, if you're living alone, living a celibate life as a lesbian, a gay, a bisexual, a tranny, whatever the hell an I is, or a queer, or a plus, I guess a minor attracted person, or you're attracted to armchairs or animals, you want to make it with your cat, whatever. If you have those unholy impulses, those deeply sinful impulses, hellbound impulses, but you resist them, much as all of us are required to resist sin all the time, yes, and you live alone, then of course God loves you as much, and, and God loves even sinners, but of course God will bless you as much. If you're living in a relationship, this is a very thinly veiled euphemism for you are giving in to your deeply sinful homosexual temptation or bisexual temptation or queer, tranny, whatever the hell I is temptation. This is not that complex, people. Who falls for this? And yet LGBT has been incredibly successful in the 25 or so years after the publication of after the ball, at making homosexuality not a great thing in American society, but just another thing. The initiative especially calls on church officials, according to America Mag, to allow queer people. Now, now America's going to, but you're calling homosexuals queers. That's hilarious. To allow queer people to come out at work if they're working for a Catholic institution without having to fear that their work contracts will be canceled. Imagine this. I, I, I want to make an analogy. What if someone is working for a Catholic institution and they have this sinful impulse, to deeply sinful impulse, one of the worst seven things you can do to go make it with another man, make it with, you know, to, to, to forget that you are a man, pretend you're a woman and, and thereby make it with men. If you're a woman, to make it with women, to make it with your cat, to make it with your, you know, your armchair. These are all deeply sinful behaviors. Unless sex is 
unitive, procreative, and marital between a, a married man and a married woman, it is deeply sinful. And it gets more deeply sinful the more aberrant it is. Natural vices, premarital sex between a man and a woman. The unnatural vices that are diabolical are homosexuality and all the, the members of LGBTIQ. Don't get excited, guys. I mean, the membership of LGBTIQ, you perverts. Um, think about it. They're saying they want these people to be able to come out at work. What about other people that have other sinful in inclinations, like an evil Nazi who works for a Catholic church? Should they be able to come out? I I'm asking James Martin S.J., should a Nazi who works for the Roman Catholic Church, he's secret Nazi because he's a Catholic high school teacher. You know, he believes in this, for one thing, socialism, national socialism that the church has condemned. He believes in a, a you know, a, a eugenical philosophy that the church roundly condemns as sinful. Should he be able to come out as a Nazi? How about um, 170 years ago, a slave owner, the church had always condemned chattel slavery. Should he be able to come out as a slave? He's a closeted slave owner. Should he be able to come out as working for a, a Catholic parish? Maybe he's the, the usher or something. Should he be able to come out? I'm a Catholic slave owner. I shouldn't have to live in fear, says he. Should he be able to do that without losing his job? How about um, a murderer or a child molester? Who, a minor attracted person, I should say. That's, that's soon going to be part of LGBT. Should they be able to be like, hey, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Catholic murderer. I'm a Catholic pedophile. Like lots of the priests, too many of the priests over the last hundred years. Should they be able to come out and be like, look, I don't want to live in fear. I want to live proud. I want to be proud of my murder. Proud of my pedophilia. I want to be proud that I'm a bestialist. I'm a pervert, okay? I like men. I like dressing up like a woman, even though I'm a man. I'm deeply disturbed, and I want to do this. And here's the thing. I want to have my cake and eat it too. I want to, you know, all of the, the various things. I, I condemn all of these things. An employee who's a Nazi or a KKK member who hate Catholics, by the way. The re-erection of the KKK in America was to destroy the Catholic Church here expressly okay what if i'm a kkk and i want to be i don't want to have to keep closeting my kkk as a catholic what about if i'm a freemason and i i don't want to be a closeted freemason who's also a catholic well no the church has deemed all of these worldviews and their actions corresponding with them deeply sinful gravely sinful homosexuality is up there as maybe the most gravely sinful of all of these actions and yet America Magazine and Father James says Martin S.J., <clears throat> right? They all want to make one of those deeply sinful acts disgusting globo homo acts licit within the church. They want a dialogue such that the church accepts them. This is totally unfair to the murderer, the pedophile, the bestialist, the, the, the Nazi, right? Why, why should one sinner get his sin squared with the church, the worst one, arguably, and all the other sinners don't have their, their sin squared with the church? So that's, what's, that's what they're trying to do. The article... Oh, the consent, consent. 
Uh, yeah, but you can't, I mean, the, the, the nature of sin is inscribed into physical nature, God's nature. This is the natural law. So just because uh, two gay men have uh, this relationship that's illicit, that they each consented to, it's not consented to in the sense that would ratify it morally from the church's point of view. Who would have to consent to it? God. So I can't commit suicide just because I consented to it and I acted on my own body. It's a, a mortal sin. Can, my consent does not uh, ameliorate the sinful nature of the act. It does not pass muster. It's only me. I'm only acting on my body. Can I commit suicide? No. Consent isn't worth a damn in Catholic moral theology. Whose consent matters to a given act? God's. What about self-abuse? Rhymes with mastication. I consent to do that if I'm a, a, a sinner. That too is a mortal sin. Uh, 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 yeah. Contraception. Me and my wife could theoretically consent to contracept. And yet it's still mortal, grave mortal evil. Any of these sins unconfessed on the deathbed will get one sent to hell. Now, I, I can't remember all the examples I gave, but most of these are actually <laughs> natural vice. Contraception, it'll get you sent to hell. Don't do it. That's why you got to have big families. Unless you want to be celibate with your wife, and hopefully you shouldn't because you should be attracted to each other. That's how the whole thing works. But at least it's a natural vice. It's an understandable vice. Not a, so understandable that you won't go to hell. But homosexuality is not even a natural vice. It is a unique devil-made, diabolical vice that the Lord uniquely hates. It's worse than most or all of the other sins I, I mentioned, not, not murder. And it certainly, unconfessed, will get one sent to hell. Okay? So this is not that complicated. Listen to the America Magazine SJ article. The Out and Church Initiative demands to change the church's labor law in such a way that a life in accordance with one's own sexual orientation and gender identity, also in partnership or civil marriage, does not lead to exclusion from tasks and offices nor to dismissal, quote, end quote, supporters of the initiative wrote. The German Bishops' Conference welcomed the initiative. It's a bunch of homos in the German Bishops' Conference, according to DPA. I would like to welcome this on behalf of the German Bishops' Conference as a sign that we are working to ensure that such a climate of freedom, freedom from fear must prevail and arise in our church. Uh, Auction Bishop Helmut Dieser said on the sidelines of consultations of the uh, Bishops' Conference Permanent Council in Würzburg. So he'd like to welcome this on behalf of the German Bishops' Conference as a sign that we are working to ensure that such a climate from fear must prevail and arise in our church. Here's my closing thought. This is simple stuff. The devil wanted to erect a free of a freedom movement from the so-called climate of fear of sin. This is simply how Lucifer works in the world. This is how he's operated in the world since the original sin, the first sinful act of humankind by Eve. It was an act of feminism, displacing her husband. Remember, 
That's that's what you get a full account of in the case for patriarchy in Sophia Institute Press. Go buy this book. It's a great book. That is what Satan has always done. What did he say is the serpent to Eve who fell because she was not supposed to be making household decisions. As St. John Chrysostom says, that should have been Adam. They switched places like early transsexuals, man and wife switched places. She started making the decisions on behalf of her husband and Mankind would not have sinned if the man had made the decision, direct quote from St. John Chrysostom, and also Jerome and Augustine say the same thing. This is why men need to be making decisions for the household. So what did Lucifer do? What was the trick? He said essentially this to Eve. I want to free you from a climate of fear. You don't need to fear the word of the Lord. You don't need to fear the Lord himself. You don't need to fear your own impulses, sinful impulses. In this case, the impulse to eat the forbidden apple. Why are you people living under a climate of fear of sin? Isn't that what Satan always says? That's how evil the LGBTI queer plus movement is. They say... You don't need to fear sin. It's a regime of fear. Yes. What do friends of God all note? That they are fearers of God. I am a God-fearing man. I'm a God-fearer. That means you're a good man. The climate of fear of bad things and love of good things is the very purpose of human beings being given by God a rational will, being made in his image and likeness. That means we have a rational will. Why is the will rational, and to what extent is it rational? That we love good things. The font of all of them is the Lord, by the way. And we fear evil things. So a climate of fear is healthy. Imagine someone who rolls up to your uh, six-year-old son in the front yard and says, why don't you get in my car? Why don't you get in my back seat? I have some candy for you. Think of Think of... LGBT arguments here. Get in my car. And this, the, your son says, no, I, I'm, you're a stranger, stranger danger. I'm afraid of you. And this pedo would say, why are you living under a climate of fear? Don't be afraid. One should fear deadly mortal danger. And those who are attempting to make your son not fear <laughs> deadly mortal danger Enemies of God, enemies of the church, and enemies of civil society everywhere. They are enemies of all men of goodwill. Is that clear? When James Martin does what he does, he is an agent of diabolical sin, and it's normalization, and it's universalization. You guys need to write your bishops. Excommunicate James Martin now for this tweet of three days ago. He said the quiet part loud. And guess what happens when you say the quiet part loud? This side of the Overton window. You lose your job. You lose your job. You should be excommunicated. Deus Volt people, God bless you. Remember, SLSS meeting tonight. Ladies, get in free. Just email Timothy J. Gordon at timothyjgordon.com, ladies.
uh, tonight at 8 Central. God bless you. Deus vol.